When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the College Financial Aid and Career Navigation Podcast. Tom and Maria Geffers of Career and College Counselors, along with nationally recognized college financial aid expert Seth Green, teach two things. How to cut the cost of college tuition an average of $19,077 per child per year, and how to land your dream job after you graduate by choosing the right career and major. To get access to more information on how you can make the right choice, simply register at www.careercollegecounselors.com connect. To find out how to save an average of $19,077 per year per child on college tuition, go to www.howtofindmoneyforcollege.com. On the podcast, Tom, Maria, and Seth bring together leading experts in their fields who have experience in the college admission and career application process. They share their secrets so you can do it too. And now, here's your hosts, Tom, Maria, and Seth. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another great podcast. I'm Maria Geffers. And I am Tom Geffers from Career and College Counselors. And today, we are happy to have with us Sean Stewart who is uh, from Lightmaster Studios. And we're going to pick his brain and talk about his journey in the arts, starting out with music and ending up in photography and finding out how that all happened and what you need to do that. Great, great. And the skills that you need to, to uh, make that happen. Right. Thank you so much, Sean, for being with us. Uh, it's, it's a great pleasure to have you. I've known you for about a year. Yes. And uh, you are always full of surprises. So uh, yes. thank you so much for coming. I just want to say thank you for having me and the opportunity to share with uh, with uh, potential students and uh, and other people who are looking at, at this as a career. So love Perfect. to share. Perfect. What we usually start off with is your story. And we are asking you to tell us the who, the what, the when, and the where, and the aha moment when you realize that you... Um, well, and I'll let that up to you, what your aha moment was. So uh, give us a brief who, what, when, where, and how about yourself. Well, again, I'm Sean Stewart. From, um, I was from Jersey Boy um, for most of my life. And then um, I moved around a little bit, uh, moved to D.C., then came back to, actually, I lived in the, um, just across from Philadelphia, Pensacola, that's where I grew up. Uh, and from there, I from, from that point on, since I was a little kid, I I always sang. I was in the I was in the choir, the gospel choir, uh, over in, in Camden, New Jersey. Believe it or not, um, and then from there, I was able to to join other choirs in um, in in school. And so from there, it was really a, a opportunity just to learn. And the music education department in Pensacola was was pretty strong. And uh, I was exactly I was really excited to be a part of it. And the the opportunities and the the um, the 
I guess the experiences that we had are, are, were, were really, really what helped kind of set up my, my musical journey. Um, being a part of the uh, All South Jersey Choir, and then later on in high school, um, I was able to join, uh, was be to All State, was a, which is um, you, you compete with all the other high schoolers from the state, and you, uh, they judge you upon your music, musicality and musicianship and your vocal ability and stuff like that, and I was able to get into that. And um, uh, for most of my life, um, I would always say I wanted to be in business administration, and, um, and I, through that time, um, I was about my senior year, um, I, I did something quite horrifying, um, um, looking at looking at you know all the classes that I've taken and stuff like that. But at the same time, looking at all the the parts of the shows that I were part of, the choirs that I was part of, I was doing operas at um, I was doing operas at the, at the same time, and and I kind of realized that I'd be miserable just going into just uh, just to business uh, per se. And so um, I told I I told my parents that hey. I want to. I want to. I'm thinking about changing my changing my idea. I want to go into um, going to music, and um, my parents swallowed pretty deeply, but they supported <laughs> me. And um, and my music teacher himself was like, "Are you kidding me? We would have been if I'd known that. We would have been starting you off and um, starting you off in um, uh, back in the, your freshman year." But um, I'm pretty pretty determined, pretty stubborn. Um, I <laughs> at the time I was working at Ben and Jerry's. Um, Ben and Jerry's factory up in Vermont. I was doing it as a summer job. And so the, well, luckily the school, uh, Westminster Choir College was this pretty prestigious school, had open enrollments. And um, I prepared some art songs um, and I taught myself some, um, for lack of a better word, some ghetto Italian. And um, basically I'd be able to kind of cobble some words together and they were able to, <laughs> they were able to see what I was, well, see my music, musicality and stuff like that. And I was accepted. So that, so that was in July, I drove down from Vermont, came back up, I was accepted and I started in the fall. So, but uh, that was, the experience was pretty, pretty amazing. And, um, and uh, just going from there. So when, how, go ahead, go ahead. sorry. Now continue with your story. No, so um, from from there, from there, we at Westminster, we were able to, we we did a tour. We did a tour across country, went all the way out to I want to say uh, Indiana, singing from from different schools, different um, um, patrons. Let's say it like that. Um, some some people were some people we we did um, entire uh, different chapels and stuff like that, either cathedrals out out in the Midwest, and and then we were also performed just for one person. So that's pretty pretty <laughs> pretty intense. Just uh, having a whole choir, just, you know, uh, do that. But we, we, like I said before, we, we um, but later on, we, in my sophomore and junior year, we sang at Carnegie Hall, uh, Avery Fisher Hall over in New York, um, the Academy of Music down in Philadelphia, and um, we performed some really fantastic pieces, the Britain War Requiem, the Brahms Requiem, um, some of the, some of the things like that. So just to be able to, um, just to be able to be a part of that and uh, just to see the, the different musicality was really, really awesome, really had an impression on me. But um, one thing my, my, my music director did say, says, Sean, it doesn't really matter if you're going to do this. It doesn't matter if you, um, if you, if you, are a performance major or a music ed major, as at least with a music ed major, you have the opportunity to feed yourself and you know not wait tables while that. And then you know, and the people who are hiring you don't necessarily uh, care if you have a music ed degree or a a performance degree. So I, that's why I, became, I decided that music would be being a music ed major would be a, a cool thing. And and I I enjoyed teaching. So All right. 
<clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, you know, it, it, a report just came out a few days ago uh, that 4.4 million people left their jobs in September. And they've left them for many different reasons. But from our experience, we, we are finding that many people are leaving, even people in their 40s and 50s contact us because mm -hmm. they're just not happy with what they are doing. Okay? Mm -hmm. And with this situation now with COVID and everything else going on, people, are, uh, I think, are coming to the decision that I'm going to make a move. This is the time to make a move. Absolutely. And so uh, we always focus on passion and the best career path for people. Now, tell us about your journey. You started out in music, you're currently in photography. And yes. uh, what led you know, to that career change for you? Well, for me, I, I hear the whole purpose, uh, I hear the whole passion thing. And I, I, I look at that and I say, that's, I think that's one, it's an incomplete part of the, 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 the puzzle the, or the equation, if you don't mind. Um, I think for me, it was, I think what people are, the reason why people are leaving is that they're looking for fulfillment. Mm -hmm. And I think passion of itself without having a purpose doesn't equal fulfillment. And, um, and for me, it was um, one of those things. And I think I enjoyed going back to being a music educator. Um, I did that for a lot of years and I enjoyed it. Um, there's a lot of things that were changing and the education system has changed since I was in middle school and seeing the quality of education that I got when I was when I was younger and seeing the, how it's been whittled down from the time to, that I was a you know, teacher not that long ago. Um, I think that, that there need to be change and I don't know that you can overhaul that. So for me, I become looking for other ways to make a difference. And uh, for me, um, for me, fulfillment is that purpose is all about serving others and i thought i could serve others better with uh by stepping out of the 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 the, the education field because there's there's so many things that have crowded in that have nothing to do with actually in, impacting the children and um increasing the education and and it just either you become bitter or you have to you have to go a different direction. So if the two so that's that was part of my, part of my decision. But I at that time I I'd known I'd know I'd known that we were still doing a a let's see we were doing an industrial age idea of in terms of teaching we we teach a little bit and then we pass them down the line teach a little bit pass it down the line but for the information age it had to be it had to be overhauled and i don't know that people were were willing to do that so for me i was looking for something else to to impact other other people and um there were other things on the on the table but uh photography um i at the sake of saying it it was more divine I found it. I found photography when I was uh, in high school up at Ben and Jerry's. Again, um, was living up there with my uncle for the summer and really enjoying it. It was a really time, a formidable time in my life. And um, and I, I wanted to. I lived in South Jersey. It was pretty pretty flat, and so <laughs> to be able to describe to my friends what it looked like and all that, there's no way I could do that. Um, but what I what I picked up was I uh, picked up my a camera or well, my aunt's camera she let me borrow which was pretty expensive and she wasn't you know necessarily the most uh, um, 
say generous person, but I was very surprised that she let me do that. So I took, a, I took read books. There was no pictures in the books. Read the books, took some pictures. Who had it? That's in the days of film where you actually take it to the person to develop it. And the person says, "Hey, so how long you? This is really good. How long have you been doing photography?" I like um, today. <laughs> and like he looked at, he looked down, he looked up. He's like, "You have a gift." And there were certain things like that were happened down the line, and um, and then. Um, um, when I was in, in in high school, when I was in college, I was doing. I took some classes on the off, like during the, the year. I would do black and white classes, learn how to develop and all that stuff. Um, when they would do the pictures for when they do the pictures for the for the for the for the group shots and stuff like that, uh, we were in our robes, looking really really proper and all that stuff. And so when, between shots, I jumped down off the back of the risers, running around. So okay, why are you doing this? What's going on here? <laughs> so it was like, and I said, I want to have my own dark room. And it, it was 1994. Four, yeah, it was 1994. He says, "Don't get a, don't get a, a dark room." He says, "Hold out." This is Princeton. He says, "Hold out. Digital's coming." Wow. And I'm like, "What's digital?" Yeah. Right. So, and that was for one megabyte. I looked it up for one megabyte camera, folks. One megabyte camera. It was twelve thousand dollars. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> twelve thousand dollars. So I had to wait. And so, <laughs> the college bit, huh? yeah. So I, but I was keeping my keeping my mind on the, in the background. And then we had a family. Uh, got married, had a family, um, and slowly the prices started coming down. And I guess around two thousand eight, um, I looked at it again. I bought a camera, and um, from there, I wanted to try to decide what kind of photographer I wanted to be. And then, um, and um, I was really, uh, we were looking at. We were looking at different things that were going to happen in the country in 2006, 2005. I said, hey, guys, housing market's going to crash. And people were looking at me like I had three heads. And um, <laughs> and at that time, um, we were looking at, you know, doing some other things. But um, when I picked up, when I, well, with all that going on, I just had this, this um, I'm a person of faith. So I just had this gnawing on the inside of me saying, you need to go to photography and I'm arguing. It's like, this makes no sense. This is coming down. This is coming. This, this makes no sense. And finally I was in church one day. It was the beginning of the year, January, 2009, eight, eight or nine. Um, and I'm, and uh, there's a, a speaker was saying that when you, when you look, basically the idea is that when you look, follow your purpose and that, that, um, and follow his purpose that, 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 that God will look after you. And finally, I started wrestling. And um, it was funny, two weeks later, two weeks later, um, I was in church. There was a, uh, my kids, I was on course to the front. My kids kissed me goodbye. They went on to kids' church and stuff like that. And, um, and um, a man walked up to me and says, hi, I'm John Agnello from John Agnello Photography. And uh, him and I became best friends. Um, within a short amount of time, uh, I found a workshop in, um, in the Bahamas uh, that was doing a wedding workshop. And he was uh, the top five guy at the time uh, for wedding photography. And just things started going click, 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 click. And it just started. And sometimes you just say, okay, <laughs> okay, he's got he's to follow it. And it just, it just made sense. And, um, and from there, I kind of part-time, I would do, I would do um, wedding photography on the weekends and kind of build out from there. And, and um and that's kind of how it started right well yeah i always had a problem not a problem but a question in my mind about photography and being an artist you know mm -hmm. um 
not that I'm an artist or a photographer, but I, you know, I took uh, in college as a minor art history, and you studied, you know, the great artists, and and we, you know, we went to every museum in New York City that you can go to back back in the day. And my That's question right. always was, you know, is the person taking the, the you know the photographs are they an artist or are they a technician? In other words, you know, with, with placing things and uh, or or is it something that they see, you know, through their through their artistic mind's eye that makes it work i want to get into the weeds here but maybe you know <laughs> you, you, okay. if you're an artist you know the, you know left brain right brain and all that stuff so if you're in the arts you're gonna you know do things in the arts you're gonna be good at it more than mm -hmm. likely if you pursue it but you know you consider yourself uh you know an artist a technician or both or how does these skills come from music that you started coming into art it's a, tough, it's a long question i don't know if you understand <laughs> okay. where i'm going with this but you know you have a skill set and you know with music and you have a skill set with photography and you know do you mesh the two or they both work together um so if i hear the question correctly does is it the what what part of the brain what part of the the elements go together to make the artistry right you're you're an artist you know you could be an artist behind the camera or you could be a technician behind the camera and you know in my opinion that i've always thought but maybe that's wrong but um, i think I think the best art is the both that combines both sides of that, both sides of the brain. If you, you look at it, I, I'm a car guy, so you look at an Aston Martin. I don't know if anybody knows what that looks like, but right. that car, I mean, um, the, the designer, he, yes, he's pulling in the, the, the form and the function together. And, and, and for him, he's using the golden rule of rule of thirds to, to make that car. And so and the people set aside everything else, the, the when people look at that car, most people are like, wow, that's just beautiful. They don't understand why it works. They just know that that it does work. And I think I think with the thing with, with any type of beauty, there's some some there's certain things that go together to make um, that make something beautiful. And I think there's that again, going back to that that structure, you have to have composition, you have to have lighting, you have to have the the where if it's you know the position so whether it's posing or positioning it in the in the in the, in the frame um or and and other things those those things are what go to and um i'm still at, at this age i'm still um looking at um i go and find mentors who say hey i, I what do you think of this and they, they still say hey you're, you're you're doing this great you're doing that great but you know the reason why it's not that masterpiece is this this one part is missing. And it's always that that last little bit, you know. So the lighting's great, the expression's great, but the pose is just a little bit off, or the composition is just a little bit off. And so what, what really makes people things stand out is when all of those things come together. All right. So if, like, I don't say like, uh, question, but that's the way I understand it. <laughs> no, that's a good answer. And you know, it's like missing, I guess, a piece of a jigsaw puzzle. You know, if you lost no. you know, one piece is missing. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's not complete, you know. Yeah. But uh, and there's still times I was like, "Oh yes, I'm really excited!" And like, and I was like, "Oh man, this is this one thing is out of whack or something like that." So <laughs> you just you, you keep trying. <laughs> so so you're you're a good photographer, and do you do you specialize in any special type of photography? So you do weddings and and other things, but and you love it. But how do you let the world know what you're doing? and you know to continue doing what you love to do in, in, a, in a specific part of photography or do you do that anyone trying to get into photography i have to say it's not i tell them i said it's not about being a photographer 
uh, in this day and age with everything that's happening and the way, way that world is, is moving so quickly, uh, being an outstanding photographer is just the, just the baseline. 10 years ago, hey, if you did that and you were able to, you know, then people would get calls. 20 years ago, you just had to, you know, know how to operate a camera or something to that effect, you know. But right. now it's, it's, you have to know, you have to know camera inside and out, but you have to have people skills. You have to know, know the web and how to, you know, put your stuff online and know how, how SEO ranking works and all that. You, know, you need to know how to, um, you need to know how to be able to go out and, and, and network with people in, in person. It's, so this, so it's, it's not just one, one thing. And I think the d democratization of, of the internet um, has brought us that the internet has brought us has made it so that everybody gets gets better a whole lot faster. And so, you in order to stay ahead of that, you have to be able to do to um, take on things that that you necessarily don't necessarily have to do with the art form or the the business aspect of it. So right. it's yes, it's it's ten, it's twenty percent photography and uh, and it's a whole lot of other other stuff that you have to deal with. Right. Uh, it's in the business part, so. Right. So if so, if, uh, you know, there's a high school senior out there who wants to be, become a photographer, maybe, you know, he plays around with a camera like you started out and um, and uh, they decide they really like to do this. Is there education now? Uh, you may not know this since you were self-taught, but is there education in colleges that uh, specifically go towards photography in either, either a business or... There are, there are a few left. There are a few left, but, um, but it goes to what we were saying before. For um, education, education is, is changing, and, he, and uh, one of the things that I, I see that's going to happen. I saw this maybe 15 years ago, that that uh, we move away from the industrialized education system to a, a more. Here's what I see: I see that in the future, near future, I see um, people going online, being being taught online. Um, from the greats, great teachers from all over the world. So if it's mathematics, maybe you go to Russia. Maybe if it's English, you go to the UK. If it's, it's, uh, if it's, um, if it's science, maybe it's uh, something in Germany or, or China or something like that. Um, but you're going to have local people to help f facilitate that and, and you be able to, 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 to really do hands-on work. And um, I, I, I can see that, happening, see that happening now. One of the things I would tell people, um, number one, I would... Which, to that end, I would say find a a class like um, um, there's a there's a website called Creative Live. Uh, there's others coming up like that, uh, like Skillshare and stuff like that. Uh, that are that are coming up, and um, I would say go on there, take the time, uh, take the time, learn everything that they're they're teaching you, and then uh, on the other side of that, find a mentor, find someone who's who's um, that that is free freely gives of their time, freely gives of themselves, freely gives of their, their ability. And uh, one of the things I love about the, uh, the uh, photography community, at least the, the, what, what I found, is that most photographers are, are, um, are open to, to share what they learn. Um, and there's a lot of camaraderie um, from a lot of uh, people who are pretty high up on the ladder to people who are way down. And, and um, if you're willing to, 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 do that, to, to do that and to take the time and to listen and to learn and, and you know, do your 10,000 hours, that's because a lot of people say it's 10,000 hours for you to get, to, you know, to get an expert status or to be really good at something. Do your 10,000 hours. Don't try to rush through it. Don't try because you only have to go back around that mountain again. <laughs> and, uh, and it's always going to be something that plagues you down the line. So do your 10,000 hours in that. And um, 
and allow, allow, allow that to happen. And um, find and find one or two mentors. Uh, you know, I, I even now, I have uh, people that I I, I type, type into. I've got a buddy uh, Scott Robert Lim. I met him on, on the Creative Live and um, show show. Um, I thought he was a little wacky before, but him and I become really close friends. And then uh, I follow some people on instant on uh, Instagram and. Um, by divine appointment, we, we came together and uh, this just showed me and say, hey, uh, this is really, this is really bugging me. How should I do this? And, you know, so, and they'll, they, they've been in the business 30 years. So I'll tell people, I said, find somebody who, where your, your life's dream is something that they do every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Find somebody who their life's dream, your life's dream is doing that every day. Mm-hmm. So how do you keep, you know, you were talking about, uh, you know, finding uh, that person that will help you, that you will have your dream, that will be uh, find, as you said, find someone who's doing what you want to do and loving it every day. How do you, how do you balance that? I mean, because there's the dream, Mm -hmm. there's the goal, Mm -hmm. but as you know, because you've taken that journey, there's that long journey to get to meet that person to achieve that dream. That meanwhile. <laughs> right. How do well, you that meanwhile? Yeah, that's right. There's very few but suddenlies that come about. <laughs> um, they, they happen. But how do you keep yourself charged? I mean, that's something that everyone in a career that's demanding, that's creative, mm-hmm. um, you know, has to face. How do you keep yourself up? so that you're able to actually produce and be creative to the best of your ability because you're taking pictures of people in their most important times and Mm -hmm. you want to make sure that you give your all so how do you balance that that creative um that thirst that thrust if you will and still maintain some kind of balance i'd say celebrate the small victories celebrate the small victories if you're just doing if you're just starting out when i when I was t- telling you about my buddy, um, we came back from uh, Bahamas, was super excited, had, you know, I saw, saw this as, all right, this is something that is, I really, I really want to do and want to really tap into. And then, you know, I went to go, he said, hey, come along with a, a wedding with me. And um, he goes, he goes, sets up the people and goes click, 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 and moves on to the next thing. And I'm still, um, <laughs> wait. <laughs> so I, I knew I had to, I knew I had to get better. And, um, and the p- part of, I guess th- there's a graph. I, I don't know where it is. I can't think of it right now. But it talks us about how, you know, somebody starts off, as, you know, they're beginning and they're really, hey, I'm really good at this, but they're really not, you know, and they're really <laughs> excited and energy. And then you start getting better, but uh, you're, you're like, oh, I stink. And then, you know, finally you come back to the other, other side of that and, you know, you kind of level off. And um, I think it's, I think part of that is number one, yes, have that mentor, find peers that are on your level as well, uh, you know, in, in, and you guys can, Kind of, kind of learn from each other and encourage each other, and and you know find a, a group that's like we're all learning together and, and, and pretty supportive. Um, anytime that you have somebody who's trying to um, trying to bring you down and stuff like that, that's, that just this sucks this sucks the life out of you. But you can find somebody who's really supportive or a friend that that's on your same level and, and has the desire to learn. Um, that I think that's really good, and um, just to stay supportive. Just uh, keep looking at uh, keep looking at really great um really great artists whether i don't i don't just look at other photographers i look at the some of the greats from the sculptors i look at some of the you know the cars i like cars i you know five things that inspire you 
and then kind of and then and say hey that that kind of feeds that feeds that desire to, to get better to keep going and there goes to be, there is going to be down times mm -hmm. like what am i doing and um but you know just you just got to keep one foot in front of the other mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what was your most rewarding moment uh that you've experienced whether it's been in music because that's so personal i mean music at, or photography what was the most rewarding uh, event that you felt you made a big difference in the world or in someone's life? Well, I think I could tie two together in this one. Okay. Um, as a music teacher, one of my things is, um, my, my, <laughs> one of my things was with anything that I taught, it was, what's the point? Uh, that was the, you know, if I'm right doing my lesson plans and all that, it was always, what's the point? And, um, and there were some times that, you know, you, yes, you were doing, you were doing and, and really making really great music. But at the same time, I wanted to create a community where the kids felt, felt safe and felt loved and, and all that. And, um, and there was a one girl that was having a difficult time and her mom was, her mom was dying. And um, we were just really trying to, to, to really, yes, use music as a, I also choose songs, you know, I have the ability to choose songs that number one, were always uplifting and, and really give the kids hope and stuff like that. Because, you know, Music is a is a form of meditation. What you think about it, that's it's going to get on the inside of you. So you're listening to music that's going to just you know all causing you to question yourself and all that. Um, it's going to that 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 seed is going to be there. And then the fruits from that seed are going to come. But so I always believe in trying to try to use the music to to uplift people. Um, but I was during that time I pray for her, to, and then really as a teacher, it's a it's a life of faith because you're you're pouring a lot of intensity in terms of uh, the, not just education, just caring into that person. And you're just hoping that there's going to be fruit from that comes down that line um, <laughs> in, in, the, in the long run. And a lot of times you don't get to see the, the, the end result. So for uh, maybe high schoolers and maybe college professors, but really if you're at the beginning part of that, so kindergarten, middle school, you know, elementary school, you know, it's kind of hard to see sometimes. But um, uh, just recently, um, I had one of my former students say, hey, Mr. Stewart, they call me Stu. Uh, hey, Stu, um, just to let you know, this is a couple of years ago, I went into music education, that same student, you know, mm. and, uh, and uh, we want you to do our wedding. And, um, and as you, we, I just recently did that last month because of COVID, we were supposed to do it a year or so ago. And, um, and she would introduce me as her music teacher, not my photographer. <laughs> mm -hmm. and, um, and, and I was, I was just wondering about that. And, and, um, but I, I finally got a glimpse of that is that, that for her, it was a, a it was a badge of honor um, that she, you know, that number one, that I was there to do, be a part of that day, but also that, you know, that I, I that all the seeds were, seeds were received, but at the same time that, that, that I was I being someone, that, a person that she trusts that to come be about her, her special day. So, so that was, that was, you know, I hope that there were more seeds out of that. I don't know if I'll get to see that, but right. that's right. really encouraging. So. And that's one of the encouraging things about being a teacher is that you do plant the, those seeds and you never know when it's going to bloom, if you'll nope. ever see it. And, nope. uh, you know, <laughs> but I think that's when you do see it, it is like the best feeling. Tom always tells me that, right. you know, right. uh, you know, because uh, as you said, teaching is difficult. And uh, lots of times, you know, you don't see that. You feel like you're up against the wall. But knowing that eventually you are planting that seed. And I think through photography and music, 
Uh, music, as you said, touches the soul, touches the spirit, and, mm -hmm. you know, making that connection. So, you know, I think that's great. Um, so you stay current. One of the questions I had uh, wanted to ask you is you stay current in your profession as a photographer um, mm -hmm. by being mentored and sharing in your community. So that keeps you abreast of what's going on. So always being connected to a community is vital for you. Is Am I yeah, right in that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, because um, I for me, I tell... I tell other people, I said, my camera is like a, a visa or a passport. I get access to places that a lot of people don't get to, um, to experience, whether it be, um, uh, I've, whether it be with um, basketball star or sports stars or political figures or all of that. And, you know, you get to hear things. And, you know, as a photographer, you get to see things that what most people don't, you know, can't, can't process or even comprehend. So, uh, I think that's uh, one of the more important things. But for me, I think for as a photographer, being a part of the community is, is um, just recently uh, I was asked to be the for a local local magazine. It's not, not a big deal, but I think it's it's important. Uh, Lake Wall and Paul Peck magazine or the Lake Wall and Paul Peck Neighbors is, is this, um, a new magazine that's coming out. And they asked me to do the do the covers for that and and to be able to to. To be a be woven into the community and and to be a part of a, be a positive uh, be a positive plant for that would be really really awesome. So I'm looking forward to it. And in the in with that you can also it helps to bring as the pictures and along with music help bring people together, mm -hmm. or they can divide. It's just how do you how do you, how do you point the camera or how do you how do you play the music? Right. Well, before we close. Um... I, a, a quote from a movie came to my mind, one of my favorite movies, uh, The Departed, you know, about the Irish mafia up in Boston. Uh -huh. And Jack Nicholson has a, 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 a line in that movie talking about John Lennon, the Beatles. And he said, mm -hmm. if you give him a tuba, he'll get something out of it for you. Of course, he's an artist. <laughs> okay. So, you know, it's a great line. And, and uh, doesn't belong in a mafia movie, but, that, but there it is. <laughs> that, that, you know, it, it's very true. So, I mean, you know, talking about, uh, you know, having kids go into the arts, whether it's music or acting or photography or, you know, painting or whatever it happens to be, you know, there there is success out there for, mm -hmm. for someone who loves it and uh, sticks with it. So um, I want to thank you for your, your, uh, your great insight into the arts. And uh, before we leave, uh, if someone wants to get in contact with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, I just want to add one more thing to that. Sure. I, I think we are, we are all creators. Uh, so whether it be Elon Musk or Oprah Winfrey or any of that, we're we're born to create. And it's just finding that that um, that avenue. It doesn't necessarily have to be photography or music or the paintbrush. Uh, being able, to, uh, we're we're designed to create. That's who. That's in our in in our. Our spiritual DNA, and um, I think it's important uh, that we all have an outlet to express, to press out what that what's inside of us, and um, just having all all the the stem is stem is important, but the the most important parts of the of having stem become something that's innovative and innovative and um, forward looking is having the having that mix with the arts okay. and that, that creativity, really that creativity. Absolutely. You know, and that's and that's what's given. Uh, that's what's I think it's given our us our the American our edge, 
um, I, I hope that we can we can still continue to to uh, encourage that creativity. I see some things are happening that that are concerning, but I think there, as 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 Americans, we'll find a way to innovate and and bring that out in certain ways. But, uh, if if anyone wanted to reach out to me. Yep, thank you. Um, if anyone wanted want to reach out to me, um, you can check out my website, lightmasterstudios.com. Uh, um, I am a, I'm not a Facebooker. Um, I do post on Facebook, but I, I, I'm mostly on Instagram. Uh, and, and so if you want to find me at, uh, at lightmasterstudios, um, I'm there. And if anyone has any questions, um, if you do post in, in Facebook or Facebook or just, uh, just um, um, let me know that you that you heard this podcast, and I'll be happy, happy to share what any other ideas that um, or any concerns that you, um, that I might that you might be having. So just be able to talk it out and be able to talk it out, and then to act as a sounding board is often a, a way to to kind of kind of see that, that purpose again. Purpose plus passion is f fulfillment. Right. So. So you still have that teaching in you, there, Sean. Can't get can't get out of it. That's for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. still there. It's there. It will always be there. Hi, I'm Maria Geffers, and I want to thank you so much for uh, our audience for being here. As always, you know, every time Tom and I sit down with a guest, we learn so much by listening, and and I think that's something that we all need to do more listening. Uh, instead of uh, chattering, listening, you learn so much more. So I want to thank you, Sean, for being with us. And um, and I am Tom Geffers, along with Maria from Career and College Counselors. And uh, we will see you next week with a great, uh, another great guest. And, uh, you know, please listen to us because you learn so much. Uh, just we have great people on. So thank you. Thank you again, Sean, for being with us. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer.